doesn't speak English. Yeah. And you both fucking stop talking then. <laughs> <laughs> I was right, taking it back. Cut it. We need to start this shit over. This it's going now. Fuck that. I'm Fuck having it, a fucking attack. Kick it, bro. Kick it. I was waiting for you. Hey, what's wrong? Oh, it's nothing. It's just a readjustment. Welcome to the Road to Damnation podcast. Alright, well, this has been quite a while since I've blasted this, but, uh, what's up, everyone? How's everyone doing? Uh, I, I've totally fucking forgotten the intro, I haven't done it. Um, Why, hello, Dunflavelos. I, I really think you guys just fucking stop, start all over again. No, Fuck, it's happening now. Trains. It's happening now. The train's well, got like, the Harrison train does have fucking brakes. I'm fucking pulling the e-brake on no. this shit right now. Need to stop, reset. You know, like you don't even know what you're saying, right? Now. Yeah, I do. So. It's, it's the road to damnation. A Horace Heresy podcast. You don't even know tonight, who you are. Tonight, I have with me the Cocker Horace. <laughs> What's Who's, up? Oh, brother? that's me. Oh, hey. <laughs> What's up? And we also names. And we also have uh Neo. What's up, Neo? See you, cats. <laughs> uh so we got a couple of things to talk about tonight. Obviously, we had our event. This is the closest we're getting to four of us being on the podcast at the same time. So we're going to miss Shane, uh, who was on going on about rant uh the last episode, so we'll just leave him with his absolute rant and talk about the event that just happened. What is it now? Like three like weeks, two ago? weeks ago? Yeah. So we want to kind of recap that. Yeah, but first of all, we're going to kind of run off with uh, Harvey Progress, and we'll save the event stuff for the bit after this. So, um, Chris, what have you been? Well, Mongo, what have you been up to? Since you have done a lot, <laughs> oh, a lot of, yeah, it's, yeah, it's been a, a couple of, weeks. Um, uh, what have I, I done? thought you said I thought you said me. I got confused. Sorry. This is why we have the nicknames. <laughs> yeah, I was daydreaming. I heard Chris for a second. As you were, as you were, good sir. All right. Um. So I've been working on a bunch of terrain, trying to uh, finish up that night from our uh, CK Studios class. Nice. I I did uh the buildings that. Shane's buildings for uh, Titanicus. I painted up a bunch of them. There's about a... Uh, I don't know. What, like 10 of them? Some big ones, some small ones. That was a, They were a lot of fun to paint. I thought they were going to be a lot harder to paint than uh, when I first saw them because there was so much detail. But the detail actually helped because I was able to lay down some airbrush, give them some pin washes, and they ended up looking really good really, really quickly. So I was pretty impressed with that. Then I did... Uh, Trying to build some uh, some tables here for upcoming events, so I've just been butchering a bunch of the old sector mechanicus kits that I have and putting them together and trying to make them look decent. But that's uh, that's about it for uh, 30k progress. Oh, but I did manage to have a hobby injury, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I bought some I bought some new glue. I wanted to try out. Some stuff because the stuff that i have is a uh, i don't know it's got all these warnings it's got a lot of fumes 
it's one of the like the little like brushes for the plastic glues. Yeah. And uh, I was gonna try out some. There's like a model train store up the road from me. Went up there and picked up some testers stuff in it. It's like a little like kind of like triangular box, with a little like nozzle that comes off the end. A lot of people use it. It's really good for getting like, like just a little dot of glue where you need it. Okay. And uh, so I go bust it out, break it out of the package, and uh, this one was a little bit different than the ones I had before because one I had before had like a little like metal like tube that came off it. This just had like a plastic like triangular nozzle. And on the tip, it said, you know, cut it, and then uh, you should be able to apply it. So I cut the end off the tip, and I squeezed a little bit, and nothing came out. I'm like, all right, what the fuck? So I cut a little bit more, squeezed, and nothing came out again. And I'm like, looking at this thing, I'm like, I can definitely see that the hole is open. It should be coming out, but nothing's coming out. So I cut a little bit more, and nothing's coming out. So then I'm like, fuck it. So I just kind of, like, squeeze a little bit more. And that's where <laughs> shit went bad. <laughs> so I squeezed it and the plastic cap nozzle like blasted off there, it, like popped off <laughs> and all the fucking glue shot out all over my desk and splashed up into my eyes oh, as I'm doing no. this. So I get this all in my eyes. I'm like blinded trying to like, f- like feel my way over to the bathroom. Like my wife can hear me panicking because this stuff stings. You know, it's not the worst yeah. thing I've ever had in my eyes. <laughs> but it 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 does not does not feel good did not feel good um ended up being all right you know like permanent damage you know it's just it sucked but I, so i'm like after i fucking you know wash out my flush my eye for about a half hour go clean up the mess and air the room out to get that stink out of there from the glue that was like all over my desk all over the models that was all over my luckily i had my RFI fuck apron here to save my save my clothes from that. <laughs> the uh, I look at the nozzle and inside the nozzle is a piece of plastic that's jammed inside that was blocking it. <laughs> it was like a manufacturing just fucking what the fuck, you know? That sucks. That just yeah, that kind of sucks. Definitely not not a good time. So I will be purchasing that stuff again. I'll have to find uh, something else. And that that was my uh, that's my Harper Vargas right there. Yeah, I think I was on the phone with you and that was fresh too. Like like pretty much like I think less than an hour or two after it happened or something. Yeah, I was probably not happy. I was probably back. <laughs> yeah, you were in you were in some pain. <laughs> yeah, and the and the wife got me some goggles to wear. Using them every time I fucking I'm around this glue and these chemicals. It's a, it's a dangerous hobby, man. You know, but bleed for it. We love it. <laughs> it's, it's it's something that you're not expecting, but can happen. Yeah, yeah, it was a bad little face there. I, I think the worst thing I've had is like I got a new drip top. I think it was from a scale seventy five, and as I went to squeeze it, the whole thing popped off, and the paint went everywhere. But I felt like everyone's had that. Super glue is just much worse because that yes. don't damage your eye. That would have sucked. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad it wasn't. That would have been real bad, but I heard this one dude was like, um, he had taken like a hundred and something dollar model and just he took everything off the sprues and like cleaned everything up all nice and he had it all in a pile, and then he was opening up a bottle of um the plastic GW plastic glue, 
and like did all Mr. Butterfingers and just spilled it all over the pile of hundred something dollar model that he had just purchased. Like the, the plastic oh. model and it just all just kind of melted together. Yeah, there's not a lot you can pretty yeah, awesome so. story. Yeah. <laughs> the poor Thank guy, you. but that was awesome. <laughs> uh, all right. That was me, but in my eye. Nice. Neo, what did you do? Do for a hobby progress. Well, I assembled a Necromunda gang. I know it's not heresy, but I don't fucking care. And then I started assembling some phalanx waters out of plastic dudes, and I realized, fuck that, I'm just going to order a bunch of resin bits because I'm not going to waste these awesome, you know, 60-something plastic Mark IV guys that I have. I'll use them for fucking some, uh, like, what's it called? Dart Death Guard or some shit. So that was cool. I've been doing a lot of, um, I did a lot of 3D printing, but then, like, within the past three days, I was printing three big pieces for the ZM stuff I'm printing out, and like there was a clog in the nozzle, and the printer didn't know it, and it just completed the print job. So I have three pretty big half-completed wall structures, so I have to take a heat gun and just do some surgery on this thing. Nice. So I'm pretty sure I'm getting a second one of these for my birthday, and like I'm, I'm very positive. So... Like Are you just going to throw the first one out? Just Yeah. Well, it'll be interesting to see if I have these kinds of issues with the other one, because, you know, moving forward, every, anytime something happens, I learn how to do it, or I learn how to take care of it, and then it's pretty simple moving forward. Um, so, at least, like, then, as long as, you know, if I have an issue, at least I'll have another one that I'll be able to, like, print stuff on, because I want to just ramp up production. Um... You know, I still I don't regret having it. It's just you know, it's a lot of work sometimes. So I'm saving all these ZM pieces because I figure we could potentially, or maybe I could just give them to somebody that wants to model them into like beat up terrain or something. I don't know. So I think that's my hobby progress. Oh, and I've been doing a lot of surgery on my game room, I'm clearing out a shitload of stuff in the storage part of the basement so I could move furniture out of here and make more space for war gaming. Yes. I doubt it. I'll be, you know, it won't be where I want it to be uh, when you guys come over on Sunday. But at least like the following time you come over, it'll it'll be ready. So, did you at least put the neck bits away? Oh, the dead ones. Yeah. Nah, and I need to fuck those dead bodies. (laughs) It just got so dark. (laughs) (laughs) I I live. That's that's my life. That's how he. How that's how he draws people down there. You know, shows them these awesome like retro models, and then he's like, they never come back up. I don't know. I always hear from people that I sound dead inside. I, I think they had that discussion on RFI, and I fucking one of you. I guess my, maybe it was Shane's wife was saying like, why does he sound so dead inside or something? <laughs> I, I was you, just you lure just, people into your basement with <laughs> Tamarcan book down here. You want to come take a look at it? Yeah, and I got all I the worm quest expansions. That would work on that. That's how you got me down there. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. well for example, hey, man, to... I used Vaseline, so I didn't couldn't have hurt that one. What? <laughs> what Lewis? I was saying, for example, we're just in a you know we have a group chat, and all of a sudden he's sending us pictures of like the original Necromunda gangs. It's like <laughs> who has those still? I do. That guy in the box. No, not in the box, man. I actually paint my shit and play with it. So. 
I got more paintings. No, I, I inherited these. My one friend, he he moved to Hungary for love, and gave me like I so I had an eight foot bed in my pickup truck. So I filled up like a third of it with just old nineties wargaming D and D, like just like old fucking computer, like Commodore one twenty eight, all kinds of old shit. And in that was, you know, a bunch of like uh, you're the guy who gets like all kinds of. Like people just want to give. <laughs> yeah, people. Just... I know I've given you some shit, and I didn't like. That was it? Like you just you're that guy. Nothing, nothing against it. Nothing wrong with it. Just, <laughs> I, you know, I enjoy like, it. <laughs> yeah, you just love getting shit. Yeah, like this guy when he was moving and he was shipping everything over in a giant shipping container, and he had to like just unload stuff. He gave me like so. You guys remember that photograph of all the epic Eldar that I've been unloading? Yep. Yes. Like. He he gave me. I've got that probably times four in Epic at least. Wow! Like at the very least, and, and a lot of it's just metal stuff. I'm gonna be unloading the Epic Chaos stuff soon, but he just gave it all to me as like a thank you for letting him use my parents' large basement to sort stuff. So nice. I'm just yeah. Anyway, it's a lot of shit. Good hobby progress. Can't wait to see the basement once it's fully. Set up how you want it to. Yeah, man. I'm just I'm clearing shit out. I got so much fucking shit. It's a badass terrain when you're printing that stuff. Yeah, dude. When when this stuff does come out, it looks amazing. It does. It does. I'm like a critic of like 3D printing. I've seen so much shit out there that just looks like yeah, it, it just looks like garbage. You know, like there's oh, too man. many like too many of the uh cat whatever those lines are. I don't know the technical term. Yeah, but, uh, layer. I, I like, call it layering. I don't know if that's what it's called. I don't really care if that's what it's called. I just call it layering. So. Yeah, but you mean- there's there's some good ones out. There. Know what they're doing and they take their time. And you, uh, two left yeah, feet. Man. Yeah, it's two good. left feet. Yeah, I mean, you know, definitely. Anytime I'm gonna print myself an Emperor Titan, I definitely only print <laughs> two left feet, and then I kit bash all the garbage stuff that I could find, <laughs> um, and just. You know, I just take all the bits, I put them in a Ziploc bag, and then I squirt glue in there, and I shake it, <laughs> like in the 90s uh, Shake and Bake commercials. <laughs> and then I call it ready to play, you know? You want to paint it? I'll just put paint, I'll spray paint one color with, like, the thickest enamel I could find, and just call it a day. It's the way to do it, man. It's the way My to do it. My imagination's just running wild right now. <laughs> with all of the potential ideas that can come up from this, uh, 3D printed Emperor Titan in a bag. Yeah, I know. Yeah, you've totally immersed me. Yeah, crack cocaine's also a really good idea. Nice. <laughs> just, just saying. I just wanted to share that with you guys. Definitely not a family. People. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. So my hobby progress. Uh, if you guys weren't aware, I. Uh, went to the CK Studios class and the airbrush I have we found out it has like a headline trigger. I'm like sitting there. I'm like I can't do this right. And like, You just have fat fingers, dude. You just have fat fingers. I mean, it's not fat. I'm not fat. I have the same airbrush. I have the same airbrush. You got fat fingers. <laughs> yeah, we're, yeah we're, but mine just, mine just doesn't work the same way. You got, you got so fat British fingers. Mongo, um, let's, call him, let's call him British sausage fingers. <laughs> you, what do you guys call those sausage in Britain? <laughs> What? what? What are they called? They don't call them Franks. 
Why are you talking about some bangers? You got what do you call bang? You got banger. Big old sausage finger. Anyway, sorry, we just totally hijacked. <laughs> You're totally high. So I I went like totally out, and I kind of just went. All right, I'm older and call name one with the trigger and uh, Harden Steinbeck coat of paint uh, evolution. So I put into the crowd well, the GoFundMe on it, and it arrived. It, it, if you haven't seen the Instagram, I'm sure I posted that because I'm pretty sure that's the only thing I posted when I was sick. Uh, pretty pumped. Have yet to try it. That's how busy I am right now. That's um, a really nice airbrush. You're gonna be happy. Mongo happens to have the airbrush, but without the call paint trigger on it. So yeah. I'm. I don't have fat fingers, so. Not fat fingers. It's the fat fact that I can't do the air pressure control properly. It's whatever it is. I don't know. Fat British sausage fingers. Now, now Neo's getting like, probably jerking off on this. Like, yeah, I just finished. I'm going for a second round. It's that heavy breathing. <laughs> is that one of the neck bits trying to escape? No. <laughs> Yeah, well, they're so fat that they can't get up one set of stairs. They're just like... So, uh, so I did that. Um, then kind of moving on to... Uh, what else did I do? We ran the 30K demo day. I don't think we really talked about that too much, but that oh, was... Yeah, we did do that. Uh, we had quite a good turnout. More people than I was expecting. A uh, couple of people from the event came. A couple of new uh, people. You know, so we, we had a couple of tables going. It was a lot of fun. Got to introduce people to some games. Um, and then yeah. from there... Uh, Talk a little bit more about that. So we did that. And yeah. uh, what we did is we each brought out a so, uh, an army. Yeah, talk about we it. We had... I, I brought an army. Chris brought three armies. or Because you had your Dark Angels, your Dark Mechanicum, and your Sons of Horus. Yes, yeah, I had three. And then uh, Craig. Craig brought, brought uh, two armies with him. So he had his Iron Hands and uh, his Alpha Legion. And then we had um, someone from the event bring his uh, Thousand Sons. So if you didn't show up with an army, there was an army for you to play with, or at least get some experience with. Um, and we just kind of ran through the motions. So I think we ended up with four tables running. Um, with at least one new player on each table. And we kind of just ran through playing the game and like, the different rules and just getting the basics down. And like the fun of what 30k can be. You know, a lot of people that actually turned up to that event uh, that were into Ape, but don't like what Ape has become <laughs> and, and have chosen Heresy. And, and and you know, to be honest, it's a great community to get into if you if you're not familiar with it. It's a a much less stressful, more relaxed and chilled environment than uh, Eve. <laughs> I it just it hates it drives me out of bed. But with that being said, a lot of people are liking the new Chaos Space Marine model. I like yeah. it. That just came out today. That new. Dude well, looks we, like he's riding some like huge scorpion. I think that's going to be fantastic conversion material for Dark Mechanicum. Mm. Play that. 
It it definitely will. And if you don't know what model he's referring to, they literally launch it today and they call it the uh Lord uh Discordant. Yeah. I don't know why they gotta come up with name, but the, uh, uh, it's pretty. Uh, I don't know. It looks really sick, and definitely see that dark uh, piece. So I, the what ended up happening was the the um, demo event went pretty well. The store ordered some pizza for people that showed up, um, and we kind of got to teach the game to people, introduce them to some of the community, and hopefully by this, you know, we're inspiring them to possibly make it to one of our events. And at this at the demo day, we weren't really too fast if people would shown up with like half painted armies, or we just wanted them to come to kind of see what the games are. It was a lot of fun. Um, I, I believe uh, Chris, uh, we had Craig who was playing his Alpha Legions against some Imperial Guards. Um, wow, that's old. I said, what is it? Astro Militario is like the eighth edition yeah. one. Imperial Militia. Imperial Militia is 30k. Imperial Guard is 4th edition. Um, yeah, that's old. That's old for it. I had to read. Uh, but, so it was cool. We saw some different armies. Chill out with some people. Kind of ask some questions. I think one of the guys actually wants to play me with his in, uh, Imperial Militia with, um, at 2,500 points. So, and I think he took a lot of guards uh, but I'm. That'll be fun, you know. I get to keep meeting up with these guys and keep the the spirit of heresy going. Uh, in terms of actual painting, I am still waiting for the coat of paint class before I touch the emperor's children. So definitely, like, not touching those. Pretty excited though. I think there's four of us going up now, so it will be a fun time. Uh, that should be awesome. Yeah. That one's sold out. But also, what they're having. May 22nd to 26th, um, RFI or Ryan Kimmel from RFI is holding Battle Barn in Martinsville, Indiana. Um, Matt Kane is holding a painting course from, I think I already said, May 22nd to May 26th. And that's, uh, so if you are interested in that for some high level stuff, go to the uh, RFI page and check that out. Absolutely. I don't know when this is going to come out, so maybe before Ides and maybe after. Um, I'm just going to assume it's afterwards and not mention it. But I'll be at Ides. So if you're wondering, I'll be there. Shane, I don't know. Maybe. Possibly. Probably not. Uh, I'm going to get caught in a dishwasher. So. <clears throat> I just wonder what that would sound like. Would it be like a thump or just like a spongy like slam type sound? You didn't ask him? You didn't ask that guy? <laughs> no, I I mean it's see it's really hard to keep a straight face sometimes. And like the less so, questions you ask. So the, what you should do is tell our listeners what uh what we're what we're referencing right now. Oh, uh, so you know, I'm a therapist, and I have to help people with stuff. And one time, most unenthusiastic, guy... like I'm a therapist, I have to help you. Like I'm dead inside. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And like one time, this guy, I had to try and help him, like figure out and just stop the compulsion to slam his dick in his dishwasher every day. Um, and I never succeeded. 
because I ended up leaving that group practice. Well, hopefully somebody succeeded. No, I doubt anybody ever did. Cool. It was not... like too far gone. Yeah, no, just the group practice. There's a lot of shady stuff. I'm surprised. I wouldn't even. I'd be surprised if they were still in business. So that's why I left. But yeah, it it was a shit show. And sometimes, you know, you meet someone and they compulsively slam their dick in a dishwasher, and it's just like, what do I do? <laughs> you ask him. What does it feel like? And then you go again. <laughs> <laughs> Can you take a video of it next time? Oh, you don't know how? Let me see your phone. I'll show you. Is your dick just a nub now? Or is it still there? Is it swollen? I, I don't know. I mean, was it like, was just it? like a tap? Like like he's closing it a little bit and it hurts a little? No, no. That was kind of good. He would really... Like... He, he would kind of walk funny sometimes. Like, yeah. the, it would. he would really heard it and he would tell me I'm like I don't, I don't you know makes did you he show you did he show you and no no I I'm kind of glad that didn't happen <laughs> <laughs> all right just a tad bit so just... yeah anyway, on that note can... <laughs> on that note <laughs> Uh, so, yeah, that's really it for my hobby progress. I'll have Adventure Eyes. I kind of want to save the um, the event discussion for that. So uh, let's, let's just move on to um, quick quick news updates, because there has been a couple of things. First of all, the, the Lord uh, model for Chaos that came out. Um, Chris had a pretty good idea of making that conversion for Dark Mechanicum. Obviously, you'd have to get rid of the, the Chaos Space Marine on top, but it would make a very crazy Dark Mechanicum model. Yeah, I think everybody that plays uh, Mechanicum saw that. That was their first thought right there, is that's awesome looking. That could be a really awesome band. I think there's some like uh, really demon stuff on it you might have to remove. It's got like a mouth coming out of the front of it or something, some weird shit. But... Just a, it maybe just a little too witty, but uh, nothing that can't be cured with a hobby knife and some green stuff. It does look like there are two mouth options. Maybe it's for two different weapons, but they show it with two different mouth options. One is okay. a little bit more of a uh, Mechanicum head. The other, uh, I don't know, it looks like it's recessed in, so... I feel like you could definitely replace those with like some servo arms or something like that, and and kind of still get the same effect if you wanted right. to. Go with that. Well, we know it'll be released like because GW Main usually does that, but you know, Forge World is previewing it. We probably have to wait till next year. <laughs> Where's yeah. my damn eight book eight? <laughs> still waiting. I wonder if that really happened, like the story about book eight getting like stuck on a boat or something, or stuck in like. You know, custom somewhere. Like, I really wonder if that was a real story. If that was just a bunch of bullshit. No, it can know. happen. It could happen if the paperwork's filled out wrong. Um, especially uh, UK customs are pretty tough. I mean, yeah, I could see it definitely happening. Um, so yeah, you have that model, and then you for Sanguinius were released. Um, if you haven't seen that, go to the Warhammer community page. 
what I will say, it's pretty crazy that he uh, kind of rivals Angron and Lehman Ross for close combat weapon skill nine and uh, initiative seven. So he's going to always be striking at a hitting you on freeze most of the time, which is crazy. It was pretty well. I mean, the full stat, I think he was the one or one of the few that. Chorus didn't think he could take. So, I don't know. Um, I just glanced at the rules. I didn't dig into them, but they looked legit. Nothing, no crazy minus two saves because some glittering that you have. So, it's good. It's it, good. No, it looks like it's pretty much on par with uh, this, most of the other Primarchs. Um. And obviously he has his two weapon options and he give you the rules for the two different weapons. Yep, hopefully um, that's a good indication book eight, I think. Hopefully with the fact, what we've seen come out of the, in the errata there and then Sanguinis's rules, I think, uh, really hoping that book eight will be more in line with the other books to, uh, as opposed to seven. And I know there's a little trepidation about the uh, demon list coming out. People are a little uh, kind of just wondering, I guess, what the power levels are on those. And obviously, it's definitely going to put the meta a little bit in the beginning. But hopefully, it's not something that, you know, not kind of like what we saw with Dodes and Thousands that first one which came out for freaking. No, I mean, I, I think that what we do as a, as a, like a group with censoring shit, I think that if something does happen that we'd be able to police it pretty well you know it all comes down to self-regulation fucking heresy yeah self-regulate and i think that when we um you know like for instance when that one um rule what was it interceptor like we we just fucking hammered that out and took care of that immediately and then you know i think think a lot of did too so but not you know super worried i think we'll be fine i've got you know, good vibes coming after they book eight. Yeah. We'll see. I think it's cool that they're adding demons. I think we're going to get a lot more people um, that, you know, who knows, like when book eight comes out, the next event that we have, just think of all the 40 K demon players that are like sick of just the 40 K bullshit, you know? But do you want the 40 K? Well, no, like people that are, you know, like not douches. Yeah. It's kind of, I know. I, I totally just called every 40k player a douche by saying that, but you said yeah. worse on here before, so it's. A, I, I probably have, haven't I? I'm sure you have. I'm pretty sure you said <laughs> some stuff. Before. I, I mean, we the last episode pretty much we were pretty bad, Un, unfiltered. Um, there, there's one thing I did kind of think that's pretty cool about Singunius, um with his great wings. Uh, yeah, he always uses the jump pack. Uh, movement and assault, he gets to use it, and then uh, his hammer wrath is uh, strength ten AP two, and if he deploys while deep striking, uh, the unit that is accompanying him doesn't scatter. So you just kind of put it down where you want him to. It'll show up there. That's pretty crazy. Yeah, it's badass. So. I'm excited to see him on the table. I think it's awesome that we finally get to see him. I mean, he's pretty pricey too in points. He's 485 points. So he's up there in price. 
mean, Sanguinius is cool. I'm I'm excited for him. I'm a big Blood Angels fan, but I'm I'm more excited to see the con. I'm more intrigued. I guess you. Yeah. You know, like what it, what the con's gonna those are gonna. But and also going back to demons, I mean, there's some rumors floating out there that they're gonna be like really nasty in like the first two turns and then deteriorate off like they're going back to the warp. Oh, wow. Who knows? I'm excited to see it. I do think that you know, de- there are people that do want to play demons, so they're pretty excited about it. And uh, hopefully by then it will be like a fun time. Yeah. yeah. Who knows? All right. So going on to the most important fact of today is we held our event three weeks ago. Me and Shane got sick. And we've only just got around to talking to her about it. So there's quite a lot to talk about. Where, where do you guys want to start? Uh, let's start at the beginning. All right. Let's start at the beginning. Where's the beginning? No, I'm joking. <laughs> so when it, when it comes down, we ended up, we had sold out event, right, at Mythico Studios on the 23rd of February. And it, it, uh, it went well. We had only... I think that was the first sold out event that they had this year or this year and still year. going and this still going. Year. So yeah, we even beat the, uh, 40k tournament that they had a couple weeks later. We, uh, yeah. we had double the people that they had for a 40K tournament. So I guess, uh, maybe eight that is dying. I don't know. Wait, really? I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We, we fucking doubled the 40k. Yeah. They, they, yes. they, ha- they hold a big thing called the leprechaun. And, you know, getting one. If you hardcore. ever wonder what, you wonder why it's called a leprechaun. Uh, whatever. They only got sixty people. <laughs> All yeah. have leprosy. Yeah. There you go. They That's only 40K. got six, <laughs> They only got sixteen people to show up for it. Wow. So. Man. Did they all say um actually at the same time? <laughs> I don't know. I didn't go. I I was like ah, I'm not going my way. Down Were they all there. slamming their dicks in dishwashers before they showed up? But. No, but I heard some guy did show up with plastic bags instead of models. What? What? Wait, are you kidding or no? I'm totally kidding. I I, I don't care about that event. Oh, like that? Yeah, let's, let's okay, okay, there, okay. Right? Yeah, let's let's not talk about that event. Oh, we're getting <laughs> sidetracked on that one anyway. Um, Lewis, back to you. So yeah, we had a sold out event, but almost everyone showed up. I one or two people that didn't. Um, which I mean, it sucks, but you know, we overbooked it anyway with the EOs all paying into it, so it wasn't really a problem. We still had the f- amount of people playing. Um, and then so you know, the days kind of started off. You know, Mythicos did an excellent job of hosting it, they provided Dunkin' Donuts for when you arrived, and we kind of rolled dice at 11. Yep, we started rolling dice at 11. Registration was 10. 10. People were already registered, but yeah, it was getting, well, getting shit in. set up, so, handing out the swag. Yeah, so we did. Uh, we had dice with our logo on it. We had Mythicos gave uh, a dice with their logo on it. We had stickers. We had um, a player's pack, which uh, Mongo went all out and made it look like the red books and using the fonts and really making it look like we were going for the official look. And then we had our objective markers, which we made and, you know, given out to everyone. So we had a lot of swag. 
Yeah, those uh so there were these uh black and white poker chip uh objective markers and they each have a special event chip in there. So if you went to the event and you got that set, save that marker. It's gonna come up in later events that we host. Absolutely. Speaking of later events, we do have to talk about the one we are planning for June seventh to the ninth, I believe is when it is. Yep, and we'll we'll get to that later on. But let's just continue with this. So, uh, once everyone was checked in, we set off the first part of the morning is the big games for everyone. And what I mean by big games, you know, if you wanted to bust out a big game, you could. So the way we had the system set up is, you know, depending on the size of the battle, depend on how many campaign points you got. So if it was a small thousand five hundred point battle against someone else your campaign points were less than someone who played a 3,000 point against someone else who played 3,000 points. So the way it kind of worked out that our system was pretty flexible with people that they could keep playing games and, you know, we could just tally up their uh, points. So we allotted quite a lot of time for the first 3,000 point bracket that we did. And we had... uh, I think it was six people that set off to do kind of like a small battle. I think it was three emperor's children against uh, salamanders. And yeah, they were doing some uh, revenge for Isvan. I think they had a little bit of battle going on. And I think uh, so. What did we allot? Three hours for the first round. We encouraged yeah. three thousand point battles, but there were people that got in a couple games, and they were playing like they got in. I think some people got in two three k point games within that time. So. You know, yeah. games were moving, and uh, yeah, it became more like free flowing than I think we had originally planned. I don't think we had a, we had a system set up that we could deal with that, but I, that was that was faster. And I think people got in a lot more than I was expecting. Yeah, so um, that was a, like I said, Chris did a pretty good job. We we kind of came to the decision before the event to switch from victory points to campaign points. And in the players' packet, we actually listed out what each size battle would be worth in terms of campaign points. So we it ended up working that we were pretty flexible. That if you just wanted to keep playing, you could, and it would just count towards campaign points. So there were some people like, "Now nah, I'm going to take a little bit of time, walk around, chill out." Um, and then there was other people who were like, "No, nah, game, 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 like." You know, whatever your productive was, it, we our system was able to deal with that, which was pretty awesome. Um, so we had that going on. There were some really cool games to start off with. I'm still waiting on Mythicos to send me the pictures they took with the high-res camera. I was there today moaning on them about that. But yeah, we got a bunch of photos that we posted to our uh, so if you if you listen, you've probably already seen all those that we put out there. Yeah, it, it, there was just so many beautifully painted armies, so many cool games in that first round, and, you know, um, a lot of things happened. I think at that point, Traitors were ahead uh, after the first round. Um, yep, Traitors were ahead after the first round, and then it was neck and neck the whole time, and it came down to the very last battle decided the uh, the whole campaign. The loyalists took it in the last battle. Yeah, which is uh, pretty crazy. And uh, actually, you know, uh, what we did differently this time 
compared to previous times is uh, we forced, we, well, I shouldn't say forced, we created a sheet that you and your opponent would take to the table and fill out and then bring it back to us so we were able to track points. So we were a little bit better prepared for that this time. Yeah, it was like that uh, little after-action report. So what did you have? Who played? Um, what size battle they fought? And then we had uh, highlights, too, from the battle. Yeah. So people could fill out, you know, like, if anything, like, crazy events happened. There was one where, uh, like, a Dark Angel sergeant stood with a lone melt-a-bomb and Leviathan Dreadnought and took it down. There was a uh, captain of a... Was it an Ultramarine captain? That took uh, out, like, seven albums. Stuff and there was there were some stories posted yeah. that with the uh, with our feedback. I mean, not our feedback. The, uh, the epilogue of the of the event too. Yeah, I'm actually. Uh, I was trying to look it up because there's you know a lot of cool spun stuff happened, and you know we 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 also had uh, uh, Titanicus going on too. Uh, I created a couple of custom missions. Uh, some people weren't a fan of one of them, but I literally took it from the book, so I don't know how they couldn't be a fan of it. But um, <laughs> can't please not, everyone, man. Can't. No, you, you definitely uh, can't please anyone, but everyone. Um, so we we did that. Then so we kind of broke lunch and Mythco ordered in pizzas for everyone. So not only were did we give out a lot in prize support and uh, everything else, it's. Uh, we, uh, Mythicos, we're hooking us up with food, and... Um, you know what? I just need to stop you for a second. Next time, I'm gonna bring, like, two industrial-sized boxes of lactate and require that everybody eat four of them with every slice of pizza. Because the amount of lactose farts that was going on there... Holy shit. Me and Dark McDan had to open a fucking door. <laughs> <laughs> it was probably Dark McDan that was doing that to you. <laughs> no man, no, no man. Like the, it was, it was like behind me. This, the, it was like one of the three fucking dudes that was within like ten feet of me, or like our table, like on a. Because like every once in a while, Augusta air would come in from the other side of the store, and one of us would just like you'd see a like a cringe. It was probably me, man. I was cropped. But I was just walking around like helping run events, and I was just cropped up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus beer Christ! Farts, was beer bad. farts, beer pizza farts. Yeah. Old whiskey. Did you smell my broccoli cheddar the night before? Thanks for that, uh, Seagrams, by the way. That was a nice little treat. Um, but yeah. yeah. It's, it, was, it was pretty funny that you mentioned that. Dude, it definitely got to, you know, 32 guys in the Mythcoast. Mythcoast is a pretty decent-sized space for gaming, so... But it gets a little, uh... How do you say it's like hot in there? Not that we want to discourage anybody next time. It was. <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised it got so warm. Like all those nerds with the body heat. Like it's crazy. The uh it really wasn't that bad though. Oh, right, so why we we totally derailed ourselves. So uh, going yeah. back, so that's on, my on, fault. On yeah. the sheet I did add yeah. units killed in the first round. And there was a specific reason we did this. So for you know, for our events, like we like to do like have something that's pretty cool and, and you know, unique for that event. And for this particular particular event we did 
uh, a free 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 mega battle allowing you to use whatever force orc you really wanted to. So if you wanted to run the Leviathan force orc, you could. If you wanted to run Crusade, you could. It's it's whatever you really wanted. So we had some like a warlord show up to it, a couple of reavers, warhound. Um, so it was it was pretty stacked out, and then so the kills actually created our beast, the uh, the dragon. Uh, dragon. Yeah. So what we had was a huge dragon. So, yes. So from all the battles, all the kills from the battles in the first round, the percentage of those determined how much control the traders were going to have, because the word bears were summoning. A uh, huge chaos while this was going on for the Battle of Paramar. And depending on the kill ratio, both sides, so trader deaths counted as much as royalist deaths, played into how much control they would have over this greater demon once they summoned it. So they ended up having like, it was around like a 60% ratio, kill ratio for there. And that gave the traders uh, control for the first couple of rounds of this greater demon that was equal to like a uh, warlord titan it could take out a warlord titan so it was a uh, it was pretty neat how we had that work and uh thank you to ryan kimmel helped us write the rules for that demon yeah he gave some awesome feedback so we had that also every- oh, go ahead i also wanted to like just do a little shout out to all the dudes that were playing that game because I uh that model it was like a collectible from like ten years ago and they're really hard to find. So I told everyone, I was like, just you know, this resin's really brittle. It's like old, they use shitty resin, I guess. And I was concerned because when I was boxing it up, two fingers just like broke off. And I you know, I was being pretty gentle. And it was cool because anytime I looked over, I just saw these dudes just being like really respectful, like you know, just just to have people that uh, go to the event that that have that level of care for someone else's belongings. It's just really nice, you know. It was like, yeah, they weren't relief. they weren't Brit fingering you. <laughs> <laughs> you dag on your <laughs> Brit sausage fingering. Brit sausage fingers. Nice. It was just but really it, cool. Not not to like derail you guys again, but it was just nice to to see that. Right. You know, you're definitely the derailer. Oh fuck yeah. <laughs> Uh, so, you know, once again, everyone, you know, that played that table had a lot of fun. It was a good quest. Um, and then we pretty much continued with the same format from the morning. So a lot of people got a lot of games. In. Even yeah, the there guys was from- definitely more, uh, I think more ZM and Marion in the afternoon, right, Lewis? Yeah, it was, it was definitely the small, it was definitely the right decision on output, put the big game in the morning. So people got it out the way and then allowed them to just play as many ZM. And I think that was the beauty of the format that we had come up with with the well, you had come up with the campaign points, which allowed us to like, oh, you can play whatever you want. This is the time frame we've got this building till. Yeah. So if you wanted to play like a big point battle, you could do that. If you wanted to play a small ZM, which a lot of people did. And and I mean, uh, Mongo brought his uh, freshly painted um, ZM board from Death Ray Designs. Death Ray Designs, and it yep. looked awesome. 
so it was it was pretty cool to see people playing on that. Some great photos came out from that. So Neo, you actually got to play at the event because, like we said, we had like a couple of people didn't show up, so we we actually had um, Shane and uh, Neo were actually able to play on the table. So you know, from the actual experience of playing, how did you enjoy it? So it was pretty awesome. Um, I hadn't played so, since the last uh, event, so it was fucking badass. So I'm pretty sure you got to play against uh, two people. Uh, First person you played against was Steven and his yeah, he, iron warrior. I actually asked him for permission to use his name because I thought about this in advance. So Steven Walker, he was playing Iron Warriors and I play Imperial Fists. So it was like a perfect fucking, you know, so that was cool. What was really cool about his vehicles and I think about the design to collapse. <laughs> yeah, that dude assembles his his tanks so he could pull them apart when they get wrecked. And uh, the way he does it, he says it's very simple. He's like, you actually save time on assembly because you're only gluing a couple of pieces together and then they just like kind of like just stick together. Okay. Um, the way he did it, it was just awesome because there's tons of photos. There's that We actually took a 15-minute break throughout like the game because the, the dude that was taking pictures at Mythicos wanted to take a bunch of photographs of like the scene. So like, I wrecked like six tanks of his um, after taking a lot of damage. And like, it was really cool because all my dudes deployed. Um, and I, I guess I like melt a bomb a shitload of tanks or some shit like that. I forget how it went down, but um, I, he suggested after he pulled them apart, he's like, why don't you put your sergeant or your uh, Praetor on top of the tanks? And I did. And it looked, fucking insane because like there's just like six wrecked tanks all around and it's surrounded by imperial fist uh, breachers or phalanx warders and um and then there's just the the praetor standing on top of the tanks just looking at the dudes that i'm going to try and move them toward next and it was just badass like it's really cool when you play a narrative game and then like things happen in the game that like just look very narrative and like awesome so it was really cool. He was like, Steven was a fucking really good sport too. So it was awesome. Yeah. I got, what are you going to say? I was, I was like, yeah, man. Uh, it's such a nice guy. He was, you know, you know, he, he just likes playing. Yeah. Like I, I won the game and I didn't expect to because he started out strong. He brought, I don't know if you guys remember like a few episodes ago, I was bitching about quad mortars. Yeah, and he brought out like three quad mortars, and he was just like wrecking shit, and um, he was playing them really well. And I didn't expect to be able to get in it, get in there and do damage to him. Um, and uh, you know, like I said, he was just a really good sport about it. Like I, I, at first when I saw the quad mortars, I was like, motherfucker! I was like, these things are gonna like wreck all kinds of shit. I had like but you know in my brain, I was like, yeah, they're you know, I got, I was like, man. Now, curious but, question. I know we said the F, uh, the back was in place, and that was how we were playing. He was playing with the new rules, correct? Yeah, yeah. He was he was doing a great job. Like the guy was a really good sport. Like he played everything well. Um, he even helped me out with some stuff. Like you know when you play against somebody and you, you just like like they'll make a rules correction that kind of goes against what they're trying to do. Yeah, you know, like in your favor. And it's just really cool. Um, 
and you know, I don't really remember all the details, but you know, we started out on opposite corners and just moved in. He pretty much set up like um what is it called when you have like a defense line? Is that what it's called with like the the actual wall that you bring with you with your army? Uh I believe so, yeah. Yeah, I don't fucking know. I've never used it. It's too much too much thinking for me. But like he had that set up. And um so it was like, you know, Iron Warriors fashion. It was pretty hard to get in there. And um I, I kind of broke through on so he was in the corner, so I broke through on both ends and kind of like went in that way. Um he had a bunch of like a ten man unit with like rocket launchers, and I charged the unit and exploded it with a bunch of uh cataphracty terminators. Um and his Iron Warriors were pretty tough. They didn't even all die from it. Um, and he had like a bunch of Dreadnoughts. It was just, it was an awesome game. And So, uh, with the uh, Quabmos change, do you think they're now more acceptable to play with or still? I'll tell you what it did for me, because I never fucking understood Quad Mortars. It's just too much brain energy. Um, so for me, when I'm playing against somebody with Quad Mortars, in the past and I'd see all this like flipping of templates and all this shit. I never had any idea what was going on. It was just, it was kind of annoying because I'd just be sitting there removing models. Like, all right, you've done flipping this fucking template that I have no idea what's going on. And, um, he, uh, he just, I don't know. He was good at explaining what he's doing and it was a lot more succinct. It, it looked like he was playing the rules because I believe he mentioned it. Um, there's a, yeah, there's one part he had, the wrong size templates because it was before the rule change and I had a bunch of the current size templates. So yeah, he was using the, uh, the FAQ. Um, so yeah, I, I feel like the FAQ, it, it, it is quicker, like the new way of doing it. Cause I didn't, I wasn't standing there forever with like my dick in my hand. Like, is this over yet? So nice. Yeah, I, I don't really remember all the details, but I can just say that it was a shitload of fun. He's a great dude. I connected with him on Facebook after that. Um, and then the, the I played two more games after that. Another 3,000-point game with... Uh, Dark McDan. Yeah, Dark McDan. And that dude's got a reputation for like knowing his rules. He's a good list builder. He's, he's a tough opponent. He's fair, though. He's very fair. Like He's another person who will point out um, rules that kind of go against what he's doing and are in your favor. And like he's just a really good sport. Um, and the first game was a draw and, and, you know, his, his unit's fucking hard. Uh, or his, his army's really fucking hard, man. Like I charged yeah. in with my, um, my, uh, what was it? I didn't bring a knight this time around. I brought two Spartans. Next time I'm going to bring, you know, I think I want to bring all tanks for all my guys to, to ride in. Cause I had one unit that wasn't in tanks. that just got destroyed. Um, but I charged forward 18 inches with a Spartan, jumped out, turned to just destroyed his um, knight, which felt good because that thing would have wrecked shit. Um, and I totally, you know, it, it didn't really, I didn't feel like it was going in my favor at all, but it ended up being a draw. Um, I forget because of objectives and just uh, units killed and all that stuff. And I totally thought I was going to lose. Um, but it ended up ending like that. And then, you know, there weren't really many other people picking up games at that point. And I was like, dude, you want to do a grudge match? And he's like, basically like, fuck yeah. Um, so we played some ZM. So we basically played it out like, um, like the dark mechanic was trying to like 
capture Archie attack and they failed to capture it and the game was a draw but like you know Imperial Fist kind of were able to protect it and keep it even though they took severe losses so when we were playing it like um, the Dark Mechanicum were kind of breaking into a, they, they got aboard the ship after that battle and um, kind of you know just to go along with the narrative and so I played out like that and in ZM I'm trying to think he basically had these like really big models in ZM that were just running in and just like acting like my uh, phalanx waters were just like guard basically just like wiping them out but um he couldn't take objectives and I ended up winning that game um but to be fair like he had a lower model count yeah so I, you know I, I feel like it was probably more toward my advantage but again really good guy uh, he was a really good sport he had helped me with rules at times just to speed the game along. Um, and it was just solid fucking fun, man. So, Dude, that's awesome. Absolutely yeah. awesome. Yeah. I'm glad that you got to play some games. Yeah, and, you know, it, it was your idea pretty much to for, for you three to take over um, event organizing, let me play. It, it was really sweet. You guys, one of you, I think it was you. Or one of you guys walked up to me and handed me the packet with the swag that, like, you know, I had helped purchase and shit. I was like, <laughs> nice. Like, I don't know, it was just cool. It felt gotta good, make, you know? Gotta make the feeling good. Yeah, you know, like... So, it was all in all a great fucking time. So it was nice to experience it from the perspective of players and, you know, just be a part of, part of the crowd, so... Nice. Uh, and then we kind of get on to the fun part. So, you know, after, you know, towards the end of the, before everyone started peeling off, because at that point, like, if you play like four or five games, you're probably pretty tired. And you're like, I'm, I'm kind of done for the day. We wanted to kind of grab all of the people um, and hand out prizes. And we had quite a few prizes. Um, yeah, we did, we did push up prizes we had on our schedule. So just so we could catch everyone before everyone left, like we had people coming from New England, so we had to make sure you no, know, that's four, like three and a half, four hour drive. So we had to make sure that they did, you know, if they were winning something, they were still here. So the awards that we had, so we had best painted in AT. Um, we had the new player award, um, the furthest traveled award. Um, we had best fluff and runner-up for best fluff. <laughs> we had the sanguineous. Uh, oh, there was also a, a runner-up for best painted twenty-eight mil scale. Um, we had the sanguineous award, which we went with two people on it, which was like the coolest person there. And then we had the Ferris Manus award. Uh, which went to, uh, we, we, how do we describe this to people? It's like, so that went to, uh, Chris, and that was and for, uh, the most spectacular losses of yeah. the day. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, so who are the, Lewis, do you have the, the names of the people who won some of the other stuff? So yeah, who won the I was going to do that. I was going to do that. Like, after really awesome. Fluff. Okay. So, um, so best fluff um went up to the guy we 
just had on the podcast in Tim, uh, who wrote some really good fluff for his Death Guard army, and he tied it into the last event we ran that we didn't even, he wasn't even there for that. So it it was just all around a really good piece of fluff and definitely well-deserved. And then we had a runner-up for best fluff, which was um, Sean Murphy and his uh, White Scars and uh, Mechanicum army. And that was absolutely phenomenal. And all the people that sent in fluff, we will read them out uh, coming up. That will be an episode because it's definitely well-deserved and definitely to be heard. And then maybe you guys can tell us if we picked the right ones or Right. The uh, one person I do want to give for the fluff was Ethan Anderson. He had some great fluff. He didn't. He didn't get an award for it, but he also I don't know if you saw his army list that was printed out too. Did you see that? I did see that. Yeah, that was really nice. I wanted to know how he did that. Well, I think he's a grat. Well, I'm not actually. (laughs) I don't know what he does. I probably shouldn't say his last name either. So if you could edit that out later. (laughs) I, I, um, I've been saying the last name of a bunch of people. Oh, yeah. I've, been, been I've just broken that. my number one rule of not saying people's last names, but All oh well. Right. All um, right. So we'll we'll edit those out. Then. It definitely won't be edited. <laughs> <laughs> so for AT, um, so we did best painted 28 mil scale and runner up to best painted 28 mil scale. Um, Brad happened to win with his salamanders. We've also had him on the podcast talking about how he does his awesome flame effects. Uh, Mm. Definitely well-deserved from his standpoint. The last event he went to, he was beaten by uh, Al and Brad. Uh, His salamanders are excellent. I've seen pictures of those before and good in pictures. They look so much better in person. They, they They are nice. They are really good. So then uh, the runner-up to the best painted in 28 mil scale happened to be Ethan. Um, and his uh, Ultramarines, which were really well done, too. Yeah, Survivors of Cal is what they were. Yeah, and it was a di- they were definitely more muddier, like uh, weathered, yeah. and it, they, they were phenomenal. Um, and so those were our two for 28 mil scale. We had one Best painted for AT. And this was kind of like a. It was a tough one because a lot of people brought A game for AT, but there was one guy who didn't even play with his AT model. <laughs> and he and he's having to show it to us as he walked in. And it was phenomenal. Are so, you talking uh, about the Imperator Titan? No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, that, that definitely. That will win many awards. Yeah. Um, yeah. Who was the ugliest Primarch? <laughs> we'll name uh, that award after that for the ugliest model. Uh, so, Brent. That, that is a good question. We'll, we could talk about that later. The ugliest Primarch. Yes. So, Brett Anderson. Uh, oh, shouldn't have said his last name. Brett, with his Iron Warriors. <laughs> he brought a really paint, well painted AT model. I never saw the battlefield, but we had to give recognition to him because it was such an awesome model. Um, uh, another award we had was new players so we had a couple of new players show up to the event which I was pretty 
cool about. Um, and we want to, you know, encourage people to join the community. So we gave Kevin, uh, who showed up just to play AT, um, but, uh, you know, kind of starting his Alpha Legion army. So we gave him the new player award to kind of like encourage the heresy growth. Uh, and then we get to the furthest travel, which is no shocker. We picked someone from New England randomly. <laughs> uh, they had traveled quite the distance to get there. There were some close runner-ups. We had um, Jake uh, from who traveled pretty far. Yep, and, I think he was coming from Maryland. Um, yeah, and he did all, like over two hundred miles there. Damn. And then we we also had. Um, some guys from upstate New York. Not quite as far, but, you know, it was a good couple of hours for them, too. I think it says it takes them, like, two and a half hours to get in. So, you know, pulling from pretty far away, we were pretty chuffed to see people make the distance and happy they came out. We were pretty um, what? Pretty happy they made the, the trip out. Okay, uh, okay, I thought you said bounce. I didn't know what it was. Yeah, speaking so British we, again. We... we, we <laughs> We picked two Primarchs and came up with these awards. The Sanguinius Awards, we gave to two people because we had enough to do so. And we had the Ferris Manus Awards. So the Sanguinius Awards, we gave to two people that were like the coolest dudes. They had fun. They were great to play against. And they were just relaxed and chilling out. So we went with two people. Chris DeSantis. Well... Said his last name too, doing really well, and his Imperial <laughs> Fist. Uh, that dude, he he messaged me. He was like, "Oh, do you guys still have spots?" I said, like, "Absolutely, Chris." And he, if you if you're unaware, he does help out and run Betrayal. So, I you know happy to see him make the trip up to the event. He was fun. He was having a blast. He, you know, struggling in some games, but he he was just having a good time. And then we were having to pick Cody for. Um, who was the Dark Angels uh, Admech uh, combo. So we had two uh, Mechanicum and then a Loyalist Fraction with them, uh, which was pretty cool. Um, Cody played a game with Thomas, and he was just chill. He was having fun. He won one. He played like, and he just had a good time, and everyone that played against him had fun. So we gave them the coolest dudes. Definitely was a lot of fun to see that. And Chris, your your favorite award? Yes, the Ferris Manus Award. We yeah, we already the most spectacular loss went to Chris. Not not Chris Neo, but uh, another Chris who actually was the same one that came out and helped us with the uh, the demo day that we did later too. So, props nice. to him. Yes. Um, but yeah, those guys. I think those kind of embody what we try and push. With the heresy, you know, we're not handing out who's the best fucking dick kicker, because, I mean, go play chess or checkers if that's what you really want to do. Um, But the guys who really (laughs) celebrating the hobby and, you know, having a good time and making your game just as enjoyable as as it was for you. You know, it's a shared experience. Yeah, man. And I was just happy that we could hand out so many awards for you know, people just showing up, and you know what? And what was great is all the people with the credits brought a bunch of stuff, so the store made a pretty good amount of money. Yeah, I think it was what? How much? 
Were the, did we hand out price support? Like right? Six. It was. It was uh, six hundred and. Well, it's somewhere around six hundred. This is really bad. Six hundred. Yeah, I think it was around eighty bucks. Yeah, it's a that's it's pretty fucking awesome. You know, everything everything that went into it went back to the went back to the players. So everything that was collected for that went to prize support, went to swag. So, and a really cool twist that we added was um, while you're at the event, if you hashtag the road to damnation on Instagram or Facebook and send a picture of your 2,500 to 3,000 point army. Uh, we were handing out the silver closer patches. Yes, we were. Oh, that reminds me of an announcement. All the gold silver uh, closer patches came in the mail. All right. So, get so the- if you have two 2,000 point uh, heresy army trader and one loyalist, take a picture, post it on Instagram, hashtag Road to Damnation, and uh, let us know. And then we'll contact you or contact us if you don't hear from us, and we'll send you a closure patch. Yeah, they can also email it to us. And you can get that gold uh, closure patch. I know um, I'd, uh, the New England event, they wanted me to try and bring up the patches to hand out to people, and I was like, yeah, it's not going to happen. It's too late at this point. <laughs> Well, uh, if if you're coming over Sunday, I can give them to you. If you're going to that event, well, the the yeah. event's on Saturday. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> you guys going? I'm going. I could try Shane. and get them to you. Uh, uh, Shane, you Shane can pick them up on his way past your house. When the hell's that going to happen? Ah, doesn't he drive past your house? It's on the way. No, I don't think so. The way uh, you mean? To, maybe I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Uh. We can put Shane's address up. Yeah. We yeah. should totally do it. I mean, we should totally get a billboard that says, like, gives good head and put his number on it. <laughs> It'd be a lie, though. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. So. That was it. That was the bulk of the event. You know what? It was nice to see. It was beautifully painted armies. Everyone having a great time and respecting one another, and you know, just seeing how much of a success it was. And we were happy we could kind of make it all come together. With that being said, I'm going to transition this slightly. On June seventh to the ninth. There is uh, going to be a triumph helped by uh, Mythkos. And they have hotels that you can stay at if you want to be there for uh, the whole time. It's uh, going to be in Parsippany. So it's not in Sakasana, but Parsippany, New, New Jersey. Uh, I'm pretty sure they hold like Toycon there and stuff like that. I've been to this place. Uh, it's pretty close to where I work. Um, but we are running our next event inside Triumph, and we already have some cool swag for this event. So you're definitely going to want to sign up to make sure you can get hold of the cool swag, and we'll tell you a little bit more as it gets closer to the event, uh, as we are still in the process of like coming up with anything for it. But 
tagged uh, events. That's all I gotta say. Yeah, tagged events. Go. Tagged events. Uh, so check them guys, out on Facebook. Andrew Hollis tagged events. I think we might be running it for two days. So get some events up and. Hopefully, if you guys can swing by, if you want to come for both days, they've got hotels with discounts, so you can call up and get cheap rooms, um, and you'll have a fun time. Is there a link posted on the Myth Jet for that? Oh, yeah. So if you go to the Myth Coast website and go to events, it's the Triumph GT. Um, I will copy that. Uh, in the description, and they have general admission. They have like, I w- I'm I'm now actually curious to see if they <laughs> if they have changed our events because <laughs> uh, they're right. that. I, I think they have my really bad like. Yeah, they do. All right, <laughs> literally yeah. put on that. The narrative will be decided based on the results of. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, they haven't even changed it. Yeah, so general emissions are not going to be that much, uh, and there's going to be a lot of tables. I think we're there's no they've managed to somehow get all of um, the eighth edition and Age of Sigma in one area, and we have enough for forty players. So if you guys can swing by, it'll be a fun time. Right. Follow this everything. Yes, details will be uh, eventually. But reserve the date. Yeah, reserve the date. It'll definitely be June 8th, the Saturday. Reserve that day. Yes. I don't know if I'll be able to do... It's probably the wrong time to talk about this discussion. But that's that's the next, next event that we are doing in part of our campaign series at this triumph so and that will be titanicus as well as 30k again so get your uh manipoles ready or your legios you can do one you can do both we'll see details will follow but save that it it might be two separate events if who knows um so that brings us to you know Talked about the event. We talked about hobby progress. Uh, yeah, I'm stuck now. Why don't we take a break? Let's do it. Alright, guys. So, yeah, that's pretty much it for us uh, on this one. We're happy that everyone made it out to the event. Anyone that's listening. And you want to come hang out and actually play one of our events? The best time to do it, if you live far away, is at the GT Triumph that they're running. Uh, well, they rented the whole. We're running it. Uh, that's probably the best time, and maybe you can get some of the cool swag that's going to be there. Um, I don't know if we got anything else really to discuss. Uh, I mean, Mongo. Nope, that's it, man. Um, I had a. At the event, I had a great time running the event. I think I had as much fun running the event as it looked like people were having playing the event and enjoying it. So that really, you know, made it worthwhile for me. Me too. Me too. I was beat by the end of the day. And it turns out I got sick after that, so I might have explained a lot. <laughs> yeah, I think you and Shane got sick. <laughs> yeah. So. Before recording, so. But uh, you guys... 
you guys did an awesome job. It was great work. I'm glad, and I look forward to doing uh, future events. You know, and it was great meeting all the people, you know, that drove all the way. So a lot of awesome, awesome dudes that, uh, you know, I hope to see those guys at future that we get to travel to theirs. You know, we'll see them at ours again soon. Yeah, absolutely. All right, guys. Uh, so this is uh, it for most. Uh, enjoy and peace out. All right, take it deep. Sweet tits. Mongo's been jerking off the whole time.